0: Sophie Peterson. Hi
1: everyone, my name is Sophie.
0: And this is the Tell Your Story podcast, uh, where we have survivors, allies, victims of sexual assault, domestic violence, gender violence, and more. Mm-hmm. And today's guest is Alex Blair, autism accepted mm-hmm. advocate. Today's guest is Morgan Sha, doing a lot of great things within uh, her community and more awareness of sexual assault. With me is Brianne Mitchell.
1: No worries, it's Nina Corcoran.
0: We sharing his story on uh, the a of abuse uh um, let me introduce you to austin yeah <laughs> hi hey how you doing mom all right hello everyone and thank you for tuning in to episode 16 of the tell your story podcast my name is q as you know um and today's guest will be aubrey um and she and she's a student from Eastern, um, and will be sharing her experience of what of what was the uh, issue that you would like to talk about?
1: Cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome.
0: That <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to butcher it, um, but that's what she will be sharing today, and we'll be getting a little bit more insight into that, what that world is like, and. The, and what's been going on with it and stuff like that, too, um, and her own personal stories and experiences with it. So, yeah, uh, introduce yourself, Aubrey, uh, to any, to all the uh, listeners and viewers of the podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Aubrey. Um, I am 20 years old, and I am a student at Eastern Michigan University studying communications with a minor in theater arts. Um I'm I'm a student so that pretty much takes up all my time. And yeah.
0: Awesome. Uh so uh to start uh with with this condition that you have does it like affect your uh productivity at school um or does do you what like does it hinder a lot of what like what you've been doing or what you have been doing like with how long you ever had it or how long you've been diagnosed with it
1: um I've been diagnosed with it since uh 2019
0: mm-hmm.
1: basically it's a disorder in which um it occurs in daily long-term use of marijuana and it causes severe vomiting episodes and it can lead to kidney failure and even death so um when I had it yes it definitely affected my schoolwork and my productivity I had to go to the hospital a lot and I will talk more about that um yeah it's it's a pretty tough disorder
0: Mm -hmm. and I imagine um with like marijuana usage and stuff I know there's been like the old like saying it's like oh man marijuana doesn't kill you necessarily or anything like that but then you hear something like this and this is the first I ever he- heard about uh I heard about conditions such as this and when you said like even death even that was like oh wow so uh mm-hmm. I mean what were your first reactions when you were diagnosed and were you, and did you believe it at first did you not what was that reaction like
1: um I I was extremely depressed when I found out because it, I have used marijuana since I was 15 years old Mm -hmm. and originally I started using it because all of my friends were doing it And I wanted to feel more connected to them. And I wanted to feel like I was a part of a group Mm -hmm. and I ended up liking it too much. And it became like a daily thing. So when I found out about CHS and when I found out that I had it, I was at a loss and um, it was extremely frustrating to me. I didn't believe it at first, which is why I kept using and it kept making me even worse.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um yeah it it really like it really affected me negatively Mm -hmm. but in the end I feel grateful that I experienced it because I wouldn't know I wouldn't know the life I have now
0: Mm -hmm. would so with that uh what did you tell like friends and family and when you told friends what were their what were their reactions uh more than anything because i like you like you said you did it for wanting to connect more with your friends because they were doing it and stuff um and then you have this happen so i know you didn't believe it but um when you but uh what when you shared with your friends or if you did share with your friends what were they reactions to it was it like oh similar was it more like oh man like hey I hope everything's going good or wait no that can't be like a real like condition and stuff you're just making that up
1: well I've had some people who like couldn't believe it but my one friend back home who I've known since first grade mm-hmm. she was like you need to stop now and I it was hard for me to stop because I kept wanting to believe that I could keep using it and I wanted to believe that this wasn't real Mm -hmm. and it was hard for me to face it because it's like you've done this thing for so long and you thought it was good for you Mm -hmm. but now all of a sudden it's taken away and It honestly, it sucked, it sucked. But the friends I do have are very supportive and they understand that I can't do it at all. So they won't do it around me and they won't like show me it or like Mm -hmm. have it around me. So I'm grateful for that.
0: That's good, that's good. Um, It seems like um, through that process, you were having struggles with it, but in the end you were able to find a support system that you needed and wanted to get through that. And then um, Mm -hmm. also be able to like have people that also respect like your boundaries and what you're going through and stuff and making sure that you're good too. Um, So with that said, did you like go down like sort of like a rabbit hole, like a Google search for like what this is about, how long this has been? um when this was like recently discovered and stuff like that too were you going through that thought process or was it just like oh this is what the doctors say I'm just gonna go through not believe it at first and oh believe it and then just try and like deal with it the best way I can Uh,
1: I definitely went down a rabbit hole (laughs) (laughs) um I did a lot of research and I've heard things from doctors too like there was this one time I went to urgent care with my grandma and I was in the other room, obviously vomiting. And he asked her like, oh, does she have CHS? After he found out that I was using marijuana. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah. And then he told her that he had two previous patients who had CHS and both of them died.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. So it it's very, very serious. And I... Didn't take it seriously at first, which I regret because I probably would have been so much better if I just stopped altogether. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, I definitely did go down that rabbit hole and I was searching and searching, trying to find an answer. And there's not really an answer. The answer is you just got to stop because Mm -hmm. basically, um, so your brain has cannabinoid receptors and so does your stomach. And when you first smoke marijuana, um, your brain has, your brain and your stomach have the effect that you want marijuana to give you, which is like Mm anti-nausea, which is why people who have like chemotherapy or like anxiety, like it's good for them. But when you keep putting it inside you and you keep smoking and you keep using your brain starts to build up a resistance to it, and so does your stomach, and then your body can't take it anymore, so you reject it, and it's basically like they don't know they don't know much about it because mm-hmm. it's not heavily researched, and it should be because um, there's dispensaries everywhere in Ipsy, mm-hmm. and not even just in Ipsy, like all over America, like. the rise of, sorry, the rise (laughs) of the sensories are just coming up Mm -hmm. and more and more people are going to have this disorder. And I'm not saying that, um, marijuana is bad because I, I don't think it's bad. I think it Mm -hmm. should be used medically, but I just want to say like, this is something that could happen to you. I'm not saying it will, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but it happened to me and it's a possibility
0: hmm Yeah. And just just the like idea of it sounds like controversial in and of itself, even in this like day and time we're in, where like, you know, you're at like a liberal college and like uh in like a fairly like liberal state. And you know, with like the you know the rise and acceptance of marijuana and dispensaries and stuff, um it's it almost sounds like sounds like for a good majority of people like fake news unfortunately <laughs> but even there's like some symbols of that There's still like hey there's still like a little bit of hesitancy that should be like that should at least be practiced um, especially with like if this is my first time hearing about it and this is, is even like a heavily researched topic then it should be more research there should be more push for it um especially if it will help others make like better decisions and stuff and you know you said like you had it since you were 15 so like imagine well I
1: had it when I I started having it when I was a senior in high Mm -hmm. school but sorry not to interrupt
0: no you're good but
1: yeah so um I started smoking when I was 15 and I continued smoking and then when I was in my senior year of high school Um, this is when I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was until I was in college, but, um, basically I was having issues where I wouldn't be able to, um, eat right. Like Mm -hmm. I, I would have this fear of vomiting. Like I couldn't eat in front of people. And so I would just like not eat as much. Mm -hmm. And then it led to some vomiting and, um, my therapist at the time thought it was like anorexia or bulimia. So she was going to put me into this group for it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, it wasn't because at home I would eat because I, I felt like I had to. And like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to alarm anybody, but like my mom knew it was going on mm-hmm. and we just didn't know what it was. So when I got to college, um, I was free from, you know, being under my parents' watch and I started smoking more and more. And I started using, I mostly used like dab carts, if you know what that is.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I mostly used those and those have a high potency of like THC in it. So obviously that wasn't good for me. And then, um, I started vomiting like profusely mm. and I had to go to the hospital around 7 times that year. Oh wow. Yeah, just just because I was vomiting so much that I was becoming dehydrated and they had to put IVs in me. Um there was one time I had to have two IVs in at the same time because it just I wasn't getting any better. And um, it was hard. It was hard for me and my family um, because I didn't want to stop. Mm -hmm. And it just made it worse and worse. And um, it just really put a strain on us um, and a strain on me. Because I was just so frustrated and so angry with the world. I thought I was gonna die. Like I remember being in that hospital bed being like, am I going to make it to the next day? Cause it didn't, it didn't feel like it. Um, yeah, it's it's very serious. Sorry to go off
0: topic. <laughs> no, you're good. No, and sorry for uh I'm sorry for uh um, saying that you had it since 15, what I meant was you've been smoking since 15, um, and stuff like that, um, but, um, yeah, but even, even, like, then, it, it sounds like it was just, like, it it just sounds like there's just been an overloading of like the chemicals that's like going on within like your body in and of itself um especially starting from like a very young age too because like our brains don't even develop to like age 25 I believe um so it's 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 like very interesting um and you know, it it sucked that you had to go through all that too. Trust me, I understand. Um, I had I had like a life training heart condition when I was like a baby, um, and had to like practically like move from like home to school to the hospital. And I was in the hospital for a lot of the time too. So I understand it sucks. <laughs> it really does. Um, especially yeah. being like put on like being like instead of like a lot of IV tubes and all this other stuff too and doing tests and all this other stuff um so I can only imagine what that was like um and just like the and just the fact that you weren't able to stop yourself too and how much that like affected because like I like i like, I would, like, understand, too, if I was in your same two shoes, like, oh, wait, what, I'm gonna die from continued use of marijuana use, what, yeah, (laughs) right, and then it's, like, oh, wait, no, I need to actually, like, take care of myself and stuff, um, so when, so what, what was the point when you were, like, oh, I need to stop this and try to turn my life around, um, and what, and how was the journey? I know like the journey had to be particularly hard, especially because of the, like the self-discipline you have to like do, especially not like smoking marijuana all that much.
1: If I can pinpoint it, it would probably be the beginning of 2020, but I've relapsed since then. I'm currently um, four months sober, almost five.
0: Oh, congrats.
1: Thank you. Um, and it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy at all. Um, I'm trying to think of like how to word this. Um, Yeah, it wasn't easy. And I had to use the resources around me to push me forward. Mm -hmm. I joined this group called Smart Recovery and I've been in it since 2020 um it's a good group it um basically it stands for self-management and self-management and recovery training I think Mm -hmm. and it's basically instead of like how AA is run like how there's like a force that like makes you do it Mm -hmm. or like um how like you you don't really get punished in AA but like it's relapse is like a big deal Mm -hmm. in smart sobriety is seen not as like a choice but like it's it's in your hands Mm -hmm. like you make the choices every day to move forward and um, that was initially hard for me because I I, I'm I'm like very weak around marijuana. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody, it, I have to completely not be around it, because like if somebody offers me it, like I'm just powerless. I'll just take it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But um, yeah, smart really helped out um with a lot of it. I have friends who are like two years sober, and I like really look up to them, and. Um, I want to get there too. Mm-hmm. So it really, it takes a lot to turn your life around. And I really think I'm doing it now. I'm honestly like super proud of myself. And I can see that the people around me are proud of me too, because I'm really making the changes that I need to. And I'm staying sober. And it's honestly not as bad as I thought it would be.
0: Mm hmm. That's good. That's that's really good. Um, that you're able to find that resource too, especially like around like the start of the pandemic too, like um, and how much that like probably affected like you, your own like mental health and stuff like that too. Um, especially be just quarantine and stuff. Um so with with that, um what what is it that um and in this instance since you understand since you understand like the condition that you have and stuff like that too um what would you think would be like the best I I guess the best like course of action in terms of like research of like people using and stuff like that like what do they look like um what what would that be like
1: That's an interesting question, because um, it's kind of tough to research it, especially because people may be unwilling to do it. There was actually a study done. I forget the amount, but like 10 people dropped out out of 20, Mm. I think. I think that's the numbers. Don't quote me on that. (laughs) But um, yeah, like it's hard to get people involved in that because they don't want to stop smoking and um it's just it's hard to quantify it too Mm -hmm. because you have to take into account like how long they've been smoking what are they smoking Mm
0: -hmm. what
1: are their symptoms um stuff like that so i feel like it would be very tough to research it even though like it needs to be done Mm-hmm. um I just I don't know exactly how they'd go about that but I'd be interested to see how they would because it's definitely something that's going to arise like cases are going to rise
0: mm-hmm.
1: um because like everybody's using it not everybody but like mm-hmm. a, a good, lot
0: of, yeah a,
1: good amount. Yeah,
0: a yeah. lot of people yeah especially so, for, sorry uh, no go ahead oh no um sorry um I was just gonna say like especially with like how like culture has been against like marijuana use and stuff like that too Mm -hmm. and how like that has been like demonized and vilified too um so with so with like all this stuff it's like going to be interesting and it's going to be really really messy too um especially just like just thinking about like the possibilities and like how like you know people from like the political side of things will like try and use this and all this other stuff too and it's not like and it's not like me not wanting this to happen but it's just me seeing like what this will actually look like once more of this stuff like pops up more research is done and stuff like that and then it'll be like hopefully an eventual like change of law of how to like properly like conduct like a lot of this stuff too um so with so with that what would you say against like those who are like still like using or and you know don't necessarily believe you um, And, uh, and, or those that are, like, just now using it and just want to stop, like, what would you, like, say to them, um, especially, like, hearing this out?
1: Um, are you saying, like, people who use it and have it?
0: Mm Mm-hmm, yeah, um.
1: Okay, um, I, literally, the only way it'll end is if you stop. mm -hmm. And I know that's not easy at all, but, um. Yeah, it, you just need to stop. And as hard as that sounds, there are ways that you can, you can stop, you can get in support with um groups like SMART or like NA. You can, for me personally, I like to write. So I wrote a lot of poetry about it. And that kind of helped me because I was turning something really dark into art.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Um, Lean on your support systems, like your family, your friends, like they're there to help you get into therapy. Therapy has helped me immensely. And it's honestly a nice way of seeing like how far your progress can go. Um, It's important that if you have it, you stop because it's chances are it will kill you if you keep going.
0: Mm hmm. And what about those that don't have it? Uh, what would you say to them, um, especially if they're if they might also know someone that has it as well too?
1: Um, if they're smoking, I would say this isn't this isn't like a this is going to happen to mm-hmm. you. This is a this is something you need to watch out for because it could happen to you. Mm-hmm. Um, It's important that you like watch out for those signs and you like, if you're curious about it, talk to those around you. Like after this podcast, like if anybody needs to reach out to me and talk about it, I'm totally open for that. Um, It's important that you have support and it's important that you know that this is something that could happen because it's definitely very scary and it's not something you want to like look in the face Mm -hmm. but it's it happened to me so it could happen to you not saying it will
0: Mm -hmm. man I can I can I can just only imagine just how much just sort of like flip like your world upside down you know um Mm -hmm. And you know, thank God that you know you're at like a better place now. Even though like it's been rough, but you're still at like a good point where you know you're here. You're you know six feet above ground, yeah. going to school and doing your best and stuff like that too, and finding the support and love that you have, um, and just being able to share the story. But um, I I also didn't even get to ask this. Um, what 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 is like the relationship with your family now and stuff like after everything that's happened? um...
1: We have the most beautiful relationship. I love my family so much. My mom and I are like best friends and my dad is always there to support me. And my brother and I, even though we don't talk very often, I know he loves me. We're just, we're all so close. And I wouldn't trade it for the world because I was talking to them and I told them that I was sorry for everything that I have done and that how that happened. And they told me not to feel guilty about it because I was just living in a world where I didn't know my way yet and I was just trying to find my way. And there's no need to feel guilt in that. And I'm just honestly so lucky to have them. I I love them all so much.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. You were able (laughs) to, yeah, no problem. Um, Just be able to have, like, such a beautiful relationship after everything that's happened. Um, And I can only imagine it's been hard um, on all you guys, especially, like, dealing with conditions such as this. Um, And, uh, you know, it takes... It takes a lot of strength being able to, you know, ha- have to be like, all right, I need to be able to, you know, figure out a way for me to, like, quit doing this and take the stuff necessary to do this. Or even just being able to just go through just seven visits at, a hosp- at the hospital, having IVs and stuff, and dealing with all that crap, you know, um, yeah. and just you know, it's it's a different, it's a different, like, feeling of, like, being, of having, like, a me- a medical condition that you can't really get away from, but that you can, like, best, man like, manage the best that you can, um, and, you know, hope that you, that, and hope for the best, and that you live your life the best way you can, in spite of that medical condition, you know, um, because like at the end of the day it's it's not a part of you but it doesn't necessarily take over your life if you if if that makes sense I guess (laughs) you know um yeah and that you know whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger um Mm -hmm. and you know it's it's something that I wouldn't wish on even my own worst enemy I like just like imagine just shipping through like the Amer- the American healthcare system just all just put up and at yeah. like this stuff and like the last thing we were about was like how much am I going to get charged for the hospital? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was that was a big frustrating thing with that too. Mm-hmm. Um not a lot of doctors know about it either. Like it's not like, there were some doctors that I saw, and when I, t- when I told them they had CHS, they were like, what's that?
0: Oh, wow. Like,
1: yeah, like, it's not, it's not really talked about often, which is why, like, I wanted to come on here, and I wanted to raise awareness for it, because it's something that needs to be talked about, because it's going to happen more often.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's scary. It's very, very scary. Um, but I made it through the other side and mm-hmm. I'm honestly proud of myself because that takes strength and I'm proud of anybody who has decided to quit marijuana or drugs in general because that's a tough journey.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah definitely like and like for me I, I don't think I would like stop smoking necessarily like at least for myself personally but I would at least have the respect and common courtesy. Like if if I were to know someone such as yourself uh, of, of like the condition and everything, then I wouldn't smoke around you or smoke even near you even. Um, just for like the simple fact to just how much just from this talk that we had of how much it like affected you, your life um, and have an understanding of, of it enough to so where like, oh, okay. I'm not gonna smoke around this or smoke as often, um, but I would at least like to like know more information about it and see like what areas there are that can be help that where there is help or where there can be help. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, with that, do you know? Uh, would you? Uh, La, I can't speak today. Um, uh, would you like to uh, share like where? Uh, people can find these resources online specifically um where did you have to go through to shift through all the information to find because i imagine there wasn't a whole lot to really begin with
1: um so i went on google and i just looked up cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome and i think the first thing that can't, comes up is like cedarsinai.org i think mm-hmm. which is i think it's a hospital in california i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. i not, i don't know for sure but it has a bunch of, um, like symptoms and like informational stuff about CHS. And there's also groups on like Reddit, um, r slash CHS info is a good one. Um, there's some Facebook groups too. There was one I was in that was cannabinoid hyperemesis recovery, but, um, I think it got taken down for some reason. I can't find it anymore. Um, yeah, like, if you if you look it up, there's a ton of websites and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that can help but there's not. There's not a lot of like, the the only resources like to stop marijuana out there is for the ones that are like for addiction.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I forget, I can't really think of any websites on the top of my head right now about mm-hmm. that but I know there's a ton of resources out there. Like Smart Recovery is a good one. That's the group I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, I think they have like a bunch of like online meetings you can join um, for that. Um, NA, um, yeah, there's some good resources out there.
0: For sure. And uh, and uh, before we go on, just so if, if any of you guys that are listener viewers of this are marijuana or cannabis users, don't like jump down the throats of us or make this like anything crazy than anything. It's just like sharing information out so that way people can like make the best decisions possible too, you know, like we're, we're living in an age where this information is a thing. And like, that's the last thing I want to do. And Want to provide information the same as Aubrey. Um, so, oh, yeah.
1: And the last thing I want is to like have anybody feel like they're being attacked because mm-hmm. I'm solely just here to provide information and share my story. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want anybody to think that like I'm coming at them for smoking marijuana because that's ultimately their choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said before, I don't think marijuana is necessarily a bad thing. Um, it can lead to addiction and it can lead to chs but there's also tons of benefits for it Mm -hmm. so i just want to put that out there too
0: yeah but you know like with any drug or anything it's about moderation it's about moderation really and Mm -hmm. really just making sure that you're not Overextending itself to where it affects your like your life outside of it, whether it's like your own personal finances, relationships or anything like that, too, you know, and like at the end of the day, like. I would rather like a good bit of us be able to know a little bit more so that way more of us can live through like these times of like COVID political of like political division that's going on things that's going on in the world and stuff like that, too because in all honesty, I'm, like, really tired of the negativity, <laughs> and oh, <yeah>. it's, <laughs> it's, it's not, like, I don't want negativity, it's just, like, and I know negativity is the part of life, but it's, like, you don't see, a not, you don't see enough, like, more things or more people really combating, I guess, negativity, um, and really like showing like really the best side of ourselves too um especially like with us being more connected than ever before and having Mm -hmm. the most information that we have at our disposal like at this day and age right now um So, again, this is, like Aubrey said, this is not an attack on you or anyone listening, and this isn't you guys wanting to come down and jump your throat, even though I probably don't have a lot of people following anyway, but you never know, you never know, Um, but, you know, just want to share the information that's out there. I'll make sure to put in links to these information and resources as well, too, for people to do their own research as well um and also just one want, want to be able to make sure that there this is a space for people to share without judgment without people vilifying them and stuff like that too because you know what no one needs it no one needs to be vilified mm-hmm. especially over the internet you know no one cares if you're yeah. like a, if you're <laughs> a keyboard warrior <laughs> <you're willing> to <laughs> spell your nice opinion on the next person like come on like we have a lot of things better to do. We need to lift through like pandemic, figure out how to pay bills and tax season is coming up, ladies and gents and non-binary oh, yeah. folks. So, you know, tax season is fun. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, uh, with that, uh, what what would you say are are gonna be like your next steps, like moving forward and stuff like that too? And with that, With your back, with your background and interest into like theater and stuff, are you gonna like sort of like bring like, sort of like some of elements elements of the life into into what you're doing and stuff? Sort of uh like you said, make your pain uh art so to speak. Um, don't know if I'm really saying that right, but yeah.
1: You're good. Um, honestly. I was thinking about like going around to like high schools and speaking about this stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a good move for me. Um, I still want to do theater. I'm never giving up theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want to continue to act. Um, and I just want to continue raising awareness about this stuff. Because it's definitely important. Um, yeah. I just I really want to do something good for the world Mm -hmm. um, by spreading this information because hopefully like it reaches someone out there who doesn't know they have it Mm -hmm. and now they know what to do
0: yeah definitely even even though there might be a lot of noise it's still like good to at least have one person to listen to this Mm -hmm. and at least there'll be more awareness of it too at least you know um especially with this like being like marijuana related and stuff too you know and like how big of a thing that was like <laughs> that, that long ago <laughs> you know um yeah. so you know right now we're also just living in like very interesting times too you know we a lot of change can happen a lot of change cannot happen um mm-hmm. but it's like really like that fine like line of like of light like that you know what you can do what you can do um and how much that's going to really like propel like people for the next like five to ten years too um mm-hmm. so uh with with that uh What is your what is what are your last um words and and affirmations for people out there that have it, don't have it, that are listening, uh, or to any like doctors that are out there or researchers, even too, uh, what would you like to say to all of them that could be might be listening?
1: Let me think about that for a second. Um I will say, even though people people say this a lot and I used to hate it. But it does get better, absolutely 100%. Um, you may be stuck in a time right now where you don't know what to do and you don't want to give this up, but just do what you can to put it down, try your hardest, and it will get better. You will move forward. Um, it's important that doctors know that this is a thing. In the first place so hopefully we can get more researchers involved with it um and it's important that everybody knows that this is a thing because um it it's something to watch out for Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it's something to watch out for in your friends it's something to watch out for in your family it's just important to keep a watchful eye Mm -hmm. so that way you know what to do and staying sober isn't easy. I still I still have urges and stuff like that, like almost every day. But the one thing that I learned in Smart is that urges, they only last like a couple minutes. If you can just ride the wave, then you can just it it will be out of your mind and you will be okay.
0: Mm. That's that's good advice for any and everyone really especially when it comes to like quitting something too i know i'm trying to quit like a very a very bad habit slash like addiction at the moment and stuff too so i'm sort of like going through like my own like journey with that too so that also like you know touches me like close to heart um hearing that um but uh with that uh thank you for coming on to the podcast aubrey um, thank you in sharing your story you're welcome um i wish the best for your sober sobriety and your journey of it and hope that you have many more years of you know sobriety um and living a wonderful beautiful life um and being able to share this information um and you know i wish the best for you um and really hope that there is more research done into this and Mm -hmm. hopefully there's like there could be a solution or at least a better way to be able to manage that you know because i know not everything that's like studied or researched can be like like treated or anything like that but you know at least there could be something to where it can at least be better managed and stuff um so with that uh thank you guys for like for tuning in um and listening to the podcast um uh let you guys know when our next podcast will be up um but until then uh I'll say bye and Aubrey would you like to say bye to the viewers (laughs) and listeners
1: (laughs) thank you for listening
0: all right well with that uh we'll check out we'll see you guys next time peace